Welcome to Ladies United We Stand podcast. It's uh, Sunday, is it the 7th of February, I think it is. We're on our way down to Chelsea away. Uh, just want to touch on a couple of things that Andy mentioned when he wrapped up the uh, potty put up the other day after, he'd, uh, after his chat with Jamie Callaghan and uh, Graham Hunter. Um, me and Steve Black from the fan team, we were uh, privileged to be at Coco's funeral on uh, Friday and uh, some turnout. Amazing, you know, number of faces is past and very past and present um, very very active people in the uh, in the world of all sorts of things so it was a, an amazing send off and uh, I'm pretty sure that Gary will be a, would have been immensely proud of uh, of the turnout and the fact that every pub in Manchester pretty much in the city centre uh, the usual United haunts was full of uh, all of the people that he'd have wanted there and uh, the uh, if you don't if you haven't seen it there's a there's a film knocking around that Coco um, filmed of himself just a match day really of him potting around with his European Cup and uh, doing what everybody knew him to be which was uh, chatting away to everybody who listened uh, giving the gifts out to young United fans uh, read through and through and uh, you know we will be sorely missed and uh, you know I think uh, we should all raise a there you go toast for Coco Obviously, this coach is non-drinking. Uh, they were all, yeah, you'll, yeah, Lucas Aid being clumped all around. Obviously, Andy, they also touched on the fact that it was the uh, anniversary of the Munich Air crash, and you know, all the usual uh, tributes were banded around. Uh, the usual stuff at the at the under the um, the clock and by the uh, the statue um, and then around Old Trafford where lots of United fans have traditionally gathered around three o'clock to sing the flowers of Manchester and yet again this year it was uh, beautifully done as always a lot of lads made their way over to Truderin in Germany um, and uh, paid their respects that way if you've never done that it is something at some point you should try and do it's quite a quite a special place um, to actually see the site and also the tributes which I find uh, very very you know they're, they're great to see but they're not gory they're not loud they're not dominant they're just they're just everything that I think United would want them to be so loads of lads went out there um, as, as they've always done unfortunately uh, plenty of others in this day and age of social media didn't quite manage to grasp the concept of it there was some quite ridiculous things being banded around um, by uh, some of these online broadcasting United themed things but uh, hey ho uh, lads um, we're on our way down now we didn't cover Stoke the other day because uh, obviously I was otherwise engaged so um, coming a couple of days after the derby win where United did play well against uh, what I thought was a shit derby side I expected a bit more from them but end of the day we thought it was a tricky tie we ended up winning it quite comfortably um, and then we uh, we gave Stoke a bit of payback and played seriously well in doing so yeah I, th- I thought we were good the other night but <clears throat> it was it was no coincidence I thought he went back to basics and we just we played plays in the right position and they it wasn't, you know, obviously much has been said about the possession game and where we've just passed, 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 looking for a gap. And we just, we stood off them. And when we won the ball, we, we had pace out wide, we had matter in his right position, but we passed with purpose. And when we when we did construct a move, it wasn't 
two, three touches, then pass two, three touches. It was just get the ball out wide, go at him with pace. And I think they brought their full back off, didn't they, after about half an hour because he couldn't handle Martial. And he was just going back to base. I think Van Gaal just overcomplicates stuff, but we played with wingers, with pace, with men in proper positions. And yeah, no, it's massive improvement. Yeah, um, it was the best. Uh best game at Old Trafford we've played in absolutely ages and uh, I think it's no coincidence Rooney has returned to farm as, as transformed us because for a lot of the season he simply hasn't been good enough and if you look at all the top teams they've all got a forward like um, Harry Kane at Spurs all the teams up there Jamie Vardy at Leicester they've all got a, a, a player who can put the ball in the net and uh, that second goal the move for that second goal was just like from, from something out of Fergie's area it was just brilliant and uh, yeah best we've played for a long time same again really it's more of a proper United performance no sitting back no pissing about with small triangular passes the early goals makes a massive difference you're not panicking towards our time and thinking business as usual so yeah more than happy with that seeing Mark Hughes with the face that looked like he just sucked on the wrong end of a fucking lemon <laughs> it's never a bad thing is it uh, Rick thoughts on I mean obviously the result of the other night you know scoring three at home that sort of six in two games now great it was only Stoke though wasn't it it was but look at someone like Michael Carrick in that game how good he was like this season you just can you think of another game where he's actually played that well and you think maybe like with Herrera in that midfield how so I think someone put it on Twitter like We'd have probably dicked on him if we'd have put Herrera in instead of Fellaini in that game. Didn't need Fellaini in that kind of game. Uh, they were poor, weren't they, Stoke? I mean, didn't really offer much, considering what they've been doing this season up to now. But I tell you what, that goal from Martial from the halfway line is absolutely belting. Um, Pretty similar to the one Rooney scored against Derby, wasn't it? Yeah, Do you oh, remember yeah. a fucking thing from Derby? I think it was a bit further out. No, I, well, to be fair, like, I've looked back at that now and I was I realised I was behind a pillar for most of the game. <laughs> <laughs> Downstairs on the concourse. <laughs> Brilliant. Hello. Uh, I didn't watch it. <laughs> I, I, did, I didn't go, so uh, yeah, that was it. it. Apparently we did well, though, so great. Great insight. There's there's many football podcasts knocking around. You will not get insight like that anywhere. And, anywhere and again. Um, is, it, is it a game that United... You think because the thing that's done my nutting about United throughout the time under Van Gaal is just when you think, hang on, we might be turning it, it just turns to shit again. I, I, even during the shit, shit period, I had a feeling that we would have a patch like we did last season where we were going three or four games and just be absolutely fantastic like we did against I think it was City Liverpool Spurs all that last season I just had a feeling we'd do it again this season now it might run out before the end of the season but if it doesn't you never know do you I mean we could be up there like it's only what Spurs and Leicester at the top of the league you know I'm not saying we're going to win no I'm not saying we're going to win it but it only takes us to put a, put a decent run together you know when Arsenal say to fall off and then you know we're back in the top four properly but we might turn to shit either as well, you know. You don't know, you just don't know with Van Van Al's teams. You know, one minute because of the confidence you might think let's 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 be a bit more defensive in the next game. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit wary, so I think he might be a bit of a false storm. We, we've had a few now, particularly last, last match when we really seemed to turn a corner, but then we never really kicked on from there. So, yeah, I'm, I'm a little worried it's, it's another false storm, but all we can do, we've got to win today. I think today's a must win. And then, and then we'll, we'll see how we go. We can only, you know, we can only see how it goes. But hopefully, he's he's realised for the first time. He's the only thing that gives me hope that pace is so important. You can see with Leicester, pace in this league and Tottenham is so important. And now he finally seems to realise that he needs pace out wide. He's got to move the ball with pace. So hopefully, he's learnt that. That was my thing about um, every time, like we beat Liverpool, then Southampton game followed it. My only hope is this time it. He looks like a man at Stoke who just thought, do you know what, I'll probably be gone by the summer, so just let him go and, and almost, not do their own thing, but we might as well start attacking. And he, he probably isn't even worried about the sack now, so hopefully we'll take the handbrake off and just see how it goes. It's an interesting point you made out about um, where Van Gaal sits in the grand scheme of stuff, because we're going to come to that in a minute. But I just want to go back a day before the Stoke game, if I can, and just talk about, were you surprised that United did fuck all on deadline day no not at all didn't expect them to do anything to be honest uh, except sign Messi uh, <laughs> they didn't do that so I think once uh, we, bid, we did bid 140 million for Neymar by all accounts 140 what <laughs> baked beans um, when did, did City get uh, City get Guardiola before they did City get Guardiola before the end of the deadline or it was on deadline day, wasn't it? Oh, right, OK. Well, they didn't do anything either, did they, themselves? No, no. Well, they're, they're not going to, though, did anything, really, did they? Was it like, I think, weren't someone like Newcastle? Newcastle yeah, they were the big spenders, weren't yeah. they? Yeah. No, I didn't expect them to do anything, because they're obviously gearing up for a new manager in summer. Yeah. You reckon that's what? I do, yeah. Well, he's, he's got another year, hasn't he, Van Gaal, if he wants it. But the way he's been talking, it sounds like he's just thrown in the towel, doesn't he, really? Dan, did you see out on deadline day, or did you not go? No, I slept through that as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. I don't, I don't think. The, I think that January window is generally for team battling relegation who, who are kind of throwing one last gamble. And I thought, if anything, we may get like when we bought Matter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Exactly. Under voice. I, I thought we Andy Cole in January as well. We did, yeah, and obviously there's a Vidic and everyone yeah. they stand out. I thought if anything we so might apart from Vidic, Ebra, Cole and Matter. Yeah, we're going back 20 it... years now. <laughs> we couldn't sign anyone because there was no helicopters could fly that day because of Hurricane Andrew. I'm not sure who we could have signed because of the system he plays. I don't know who I would have wanted to sign to make the difference. It doesn't feel like we've got a plan at the moment. So, And I do think the point Rick made, I think uh, if he's gone by the summer... Uh, and say Mourinho's coming in then we, we've, got an, we've got an overloaded squad in the middle anyway no point signing anyone so it surprised me that we have signed someone the last 10 Januarys by all accounts because I'm not used it's not something you think about whether they're bit part players but I think that speaks volumes if he's here long term or not to be honest yeah. with him. I, I thought we might maybe get a full back in on loan possibly but apart from that I didn't expect here's, us to here, do it. here's the deal right is right, United are massively underperforming Right, agreed. Yeah. yeah. We are on the back foot from a getting in the Champions League point of view. Agreed? Yeah. So, therefore, something needs to change to make that squad do that kind of final assault on this sort of top four, if that's what the goal is. So, knowing that United aren't doing that and then to do nothing, 
I think is the biggest indication yet that the the club have potentially decided that Van Gaal. Because think about it, it's like you sent someone to the. I mean, he's not bought well, has he? Since he's been here, really. Not not massively. There's some I think will turn out, but that, that was the thing as well. I wasn't particularly bothered. As as it stands, he's not getting the best out of the players there. So I think that needs to be the focus of, of getting the best out of the current crop of players he's got, rather than looking elsewhere. I think if you run a business like right, and put it into simple terms, like you're just imagine you sat in a pub, right? And you send someone to the bar and you say, right, what, two Guinness, two bitters, right? He fucking comes back with two lagers, a fucking Bacardi Breezer and a bag of nuts. And you go, what the fuck have you bought that for? Didn't ask for that. And that's what he's like to me. He's like, why would you give that person more money to go and buy more stuff? Yeah. So I just think it's United's way of saying, time's up. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it, it, it is. I can't imagine us going into. Bearing in mind as well, everyone knows next year will be his last year. Fergie, what? Three years after winning the treble, he admitted how difficult it was handling a squad who knew it was his last season. So can you imagine with Van Gaal, it's not been a success so far. So I can't imagine we'll go into next year. In which case, it, what's the part of signing a player that's going to have a different manager in six months' time? So I think we did the right thing, not going for anyone. Do you, um, obviously this week has probably been the week where the, the Mourinho rumour has really seriously been cranked up in terms of volume and it's there's a lot of a lot of journalists, some who've got their own agenda as we know, but some who, you know, we've got reputations to maintain us and probably don't want to just spout bollocks, um, who were seen pretty committed to running with this, that United had in quite lengthy dialogue with Mourinho, blah, blah, blah. Um, two things, do you think A, it's going to happen and B, is it the right thing to do? Can you put it into a pub analogy for me so I can understand it in layman's terms? You sat with an absolute boring cunt who's doing your heading all night. Yes, I can And then can all of a sudden then some, someone pops up who might put a bit of decent music on the jukebox. He might let you he might get a couple of rounds in, might even treat you to a bag of crisps and all that. <laughs> Sits down, tells you a few jokes and you're laughing your head off again. I think I'm <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do I think he's coming? I think he, yeah, probably he is, isn't he? I mean, was that that letter he wrote to United? Was that fact fiction? What was that? I can't, I can't, I can't believe that someone who, who's won multiple, multiple trophies in multiple countries is sending a letter. I can't believe, like Jim, Jim will fix it style to fucking. Oh, I did down like dangerously liaisons, you know, with a fucking quill and everything. Stalking. <laughs> He is stalking United though, isn't he? A little bit, yeah, but you know, why not? You know, we're there for the taking, aren't we? We're, we're proper staggering round at 5am, you know, with our pants around our ankles. <laughs> Enough of Derby away. I heard Piers Morgan say on Talksport the other day, we all know what a wanker he is, but he said that he'd heard from a very, very good source that uh, that letter was true, so yeah. I dare say he's heard it over Mourinho's private phone, so you can't get better information than that more libel that we'd like to we'd like to distance ourselves from uh, you know we stand that was definitely the view of Neil Mullen there it was never never proven um, anyway back to um, back to back to the bit just before we delete that the uh, so you, do you think it's going to happen Mourinho do I think Mourinho's going to happen uh, yes I do do you know, think yeah. do you yeah. think what City did on deadline day by you know to, 
confirming what everybody knew about Guardiola was going to force United's hand now. Surely United must have been clued up enough to know that Guardiola was going City anyway. You know, they. I'd like to think that they work in a couple of months in advance to what everybody else is aware of. <laughs> you don't know sometimes, do you, with United? But, um, you like do with taking fucking ticket money out of your bank account. Well, yeah. so. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty smart, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I'd have thought that if Mourinho was coming, he's already coming. You know, he's already been signed and, you know, and all that sort of stuff. So I, I don't think Van Aal's going to be here at the end of the season. I can't see them giving to gigs, although that that's what you've plan, been saying, though. that was the plan. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just don't think I want to set the risk. I think I think didn't they lose something like five hundred million off the share prices or something this week, you know, so I can't see him just wanting to risk it all again, you know, trying to I think there's a good chance. I I really hope we do go through. He, he's the man I wanted to replace Fergie. I, I didn't think there was another standout candidate to replace him and I agree now he's you know, I said the other day we get him we're going to next season with the best manager in the world it's as simple as that and I just think he's, obviously there's, there's certain concerns about him it, you know he does maybe pick the wrong fights and there's the stuff where he doesn't necessarily trust young players but I think I think United could change him I think apart from Madrid which is a basket case of a club anyway I think this this will be the first time where I think everyone else has been to like into Chelsea Porto they've just been happy to have him and just give him free reign I think he will have to change a little bit United and I just think he's made for us I think he will come and I think he should for his own health and safety to be honest because he'll chain himself to Fergie's statue if not <laughs> but um, no I think he'll end up here and I think it proves that United have been forced into a corner they don't know where to go so I think they'll end up maybe what they should have done years ago I actually his desperation for the job I think is great like you, you actually do want someone to want the, he's more obsessed with us than that I am with Holly Valance and he's um He's a great manager who's won European Cups and we're, we're fighting to get in the top six at the moment so we're actually lucky to have someone like that who, who desperately wants to take over us. Yeah. Sorry to butt in but someone far more important and intelligent <laughs> just arrived. Like I'm just talking about Mourinho's suitability to United. I think he's been a perfect fit on a few occasions. And this one? If it was now... If he'd come before Christmas, when we had all those problems, and Van Hal clearly lost both the crowd and he'd lost the players, if he'd come then, you wouldn't, given the points we've picked up and failed to pick up, you wouldn't have put it past us being able to certainly challenge for the top two places, given that we're only seven points behind with a game in hand. He could have gone here today and won, where there's, I'm not sure we can go here today and win, because I'm not sure we'll believe that we can go here and win. I think we can believe that we could go and grab a draw, but that's the mentality coming out of, for me, the dressing room, and, and that's the big difference. At the end of the season, is that the right time for him to come? He can't do a third year, can he, Van Gaal? Because his third year was based on building first year, and giving it getting better second year and then third year kicking on and winning something if he didn't win it this year when the two most realistic looking champions are Tottenham and Leicester 
at the moment and that could all change this week but then if you can't win it this year then when can you win it I mean teams like Liverpool must be kicking themselves we've got to be kicking ourselves to know that this season of all seasons when your big you know your big clubs and Arsenal's are failing City are failing that might not happen again for another another decade if you remember um, when Neil Atkinson did his uh, from Anfield Rap was on here the other week he said every now and then you need for Liverpool to win a league you need like stars to align and this is a stars to align season but they've just not delivered this was a season where someone who didn't have to be that great would, could win the title but the, the great thing is though the stars have aligned for Leicester and Spurs and only one of them can fucking win it yeah. and this is you must know this is their only chance I'm seriously I if, if I was Leicester and our favourites aren't they yeah, yeah. 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 with the bookies Tottenham for me is where the bet value is you could be right. I mean, is it six points Leicester are now? They're winning ugly, though. They're winning shitty home games against Watford 1-0 and no one's taking any notice of them because yeah. all of the all, all of the news is going on Leicester winning 3-1 at the council house. And you do sense with five games to go, you can imagine Leicester still losing three of them. They'll be delighted with top three. All their players are still saying they're delighted to be the top four they take it over now. So... And and they probably will go down next year, won't they? <laughs> the, the value, do you not think, though, still, the value with... Um, if Arsenal win today, City will slip to 7-2, to two. yeah? That's got to be... 7-2, to City's got to be the value If, if the, the only thing that really smacked yesterday was that team has switched off on the manager already and I think they're going to seriously trundle now to the end of the season. They, they could do, but, you know, the biggest thing is here, what, what you've got is, say City decides, say Pellegrini right, says, right, OK, I've won the league here, I've won the FA Cup or whatever I need to go go out with a bank I'm going to go out with Champions League put everything in Champions League I'll play my kids down at Chelsea for the FA Cup I want to win a Champions League and it comes to a Champions League final yeah and it's Bayern Munich and you've got City's current manager against their future manager yeah you've got Bayern Munich there who now Pep Guardiola has to wish City fail all everything and everything he has to he'll want them players that he's got there now to lose every game from now on because if he goes into City next year and they're European champions and have won the league what does Guardiola do all he's doing is he's doing exactly what he did at Bayern Munich and Barcelona he's taking over a winning side who are already right up there who are already European champions he can't make them better so are you saying you want City to win the Champions League no I, I want I want them to be a, you know a World War 3 you know and the Arab oil to completely fail because Russia and America have nuked them completely do you know what I think I'm right? willing to have complete capitulation of planet Earth and, and yeah. the future of humanity I think it would be a small price to pay personally <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what I think is at some point in the last week at 3 in the morning Blackie's been sat up there dreaming Dreaming this up yeah, in the dark whilst running his finger over a glass of port going, here we go, here's the plan. What, what you're forgetting is, though, that if, if the world was wiped out and there was nuclear annihilation, Jamie Vardy would still be running around somewhere. Yeah, yeah, he would. Yeah. Yeah. With, a, with, a, with a monster drink. Would you take him at United? No. God, no. God, no. No, no I wouldn't. No. Even, no. even if he, Marcus, even if he became be- better Mark, than Messi. Do you remember Mark... <laughs> remember Marcus Stewart who had that one great season and then within 18 months he was at Bristol Bristol Rovers or Bristol City it'll be like that good good, good defenders will suss suss the little fucker out for me it's the haircut yeah oh he's horrible for me anyway um, just a quick one Um, 
not changing the subject too drastically. Um, this might be our last chance to give our best respects and regards for the future to John Terry. Yeah. Oh, he's always has been though, hasn't he? He's the epitomises everything that's wrong with this country and you Nigel Farage's. Chelsea... <laughs> I don't know, Ch Chelsea are a strange club, aren't they? If you look back in Chelsea's sort of history, inverted commas, their crowd's 12,000, 14,000, 16,000. Abramovich, when he, you know, sort of... He, he, he made Chelsea, that, that is his... And it, it's not been Chelsea... When you talk about FC United, we're now talking about FC Chelsea and FC City, aren't we? The sort of pale comparisons of what they are—they're just new clubs, and it's that it's very hard to hate new clubs in the way that we hated the old clubs because they're not—they're they're not even got the soul of their old clubs. The soulless places, you know, FC City, FC Chelsea, soulless places now that bear no resemblance to the teams that we used to hate years ago. Um, can I just say at this point, if, if, if any associates of uh, Roman Abramovich or the Russian government are listening, that was Steve Black, not, not Armstrong. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I just, I just like to, yeah. I've had my last cup of tea. I don't know. <laughs> I, uh, I agree about Chelsea. The uh, that lad you were talking about from the Anfield rap. I remember him saying on when he come on that United We Stand podcast how football matters far much more to people in the north than it does in the south. And I totally agree with that. Like you can imagine if Chelsea win today, like they'll, they'll celebrate their fans by going to a West End play or that some fancy restaurant on Fulham Road. Where from Twickenham. Yeah, exactly. Whereas us lot will all be together singing Sweet Caroline, trying to hold down some 85% rum. We, we're di different worlds apart. Obviously, yeah, we, we, which we'll have had off the coach, yeah. But, um, but, but it, and, and last week showed the difference as well 5,000, the noise we made on Friday night. And then I don't know if you've seen the Chelsea game at MK Dons, they have a similar amount and just quiet all the way through. Sums up the difference between a great club and, and one that's made from money oil money right quick prediction for the game scoreline oh I'm just going to fingers crossed and think we'll just nick it 2-1 3-1 United 1-0 yeah could be anything but I'm ever the optimist so I'll go 2-1 United 1-0 United 1-0 United 2-1 halfway line 2-1 what? halfway line what the goal the winner will come from the halfway line all three all three from the halfway line yeah that's quite a bold prediction um, Chelsea don't let many in if this is nil-nil even I'll be amazed so but I, uh, I'm going, I've got one all on the predictor so uh, cheers lads we'll talk after the game it's post-match after Chelsea won Manchester United won the, uh, hello yeah straight out hello yeah well it's, I always sorry I'm getting the Steve Black's taking the mic here because he says I always start this podcast just at the point he's getting angry outside but uh, hey you've got to capture the match day mood and all of that that's what the boss says um, uh, uh, one all is probably a fair result the guy kept United in the game um, Rupert and Tarquin are going to head off back to the home counties in a good mood we're probably going to head up back to Manchester thinking what could have been but I reckon uh, one all was probably a fair result uh, but we'll, uh, we'll see what everyone else thinks I have been drinking uh, so uh, we're going to have a wander back um, we were told that our coach might be somewhere and then we were also told that it might be somewhere else so uh, I hope it's somewhere that um, I hope it's somewhere where nearby because it's absolutely pissing it down with rain in a minute and I, uh, I'm already very very cold uh, 
let's see if we got around Blacky thoughts mate I think you're right in terms of I mean it was a game of some quite clear cut chances and I thought although we had a few they certainly had some clear cut chances De Gea kept us in it with two or three brilliant saves they had a they had a keeper at Courtois I don't say quality keeper himself and he made a couple of saves I, I thought it was a top game of football mate it was, it was probably it was probably everything about Van Hal's philosophy that he actually wants it to be in terms of large parts of the game United completely dominating and creating chances but you've come to whether we like it or not we've come to the champions of England who walked it realistically last year they're not they've not turned into the worst side you know in the world overnight they've just not really been motivated enough have they things went wrong for them earlier in the season yeah, with, think with that started. manager that we might be getting yeah but it went wrong it went wrong with all that when um, Hazard Hazard whatever he's called started diving around Marino saw his arse with him blamed the physio the doctor <laughs> or whoever she was and then it, it went the wrong. tribunal sort that one out yeah, but it, it went wrong from that point wasn't it he, well, yeah. he's, he was um, he just wasn't if wanted she was the physio, I'd be fucking diving down so something had gone on prior to that and I, th- I think that for me was the um, that was the key to their season going flat yeah. this um, is encouraging the coaches appear to be where we want them to be yeah. so but but they've not turned into a bad side overnight have they and at home you're going to expect them to score at least once Yeah. so you, to win the game you have to score twice and we didn't score twice yeah, I still think that as an away performance that's pr- I think that's the best away performance we've put in for quite a long time now yeah, it was different to Anfield. We won at Anfield against a poor Liverpool side. And we mugged but, them. But we mugged them. But yeah, I, go back, the as, I go back as well, far as here, Anfield. We went out of this at any I, time, were we? I go back as far as Anfield last season um, and say that's probably the best away performance we put in. Yeah, because we had a spell last year, didn't we, around about just before Easter, yeah. before we went completely off the boil, where we were absolutely really good, weren't we? And we, we thought we were coming. We thought, you know, we beat City at home. We went to Anfield and won comfortably. This is the time of year where, if everything goes, this is the time of year, this is his time of year, isn't it, Van Gaal? So it's the sort of game today that he will be disappointed we didn't win. Did we deserve to win it? Probably not, but we certainly didn't lose. They deserve to lose. Yeah, it was a bad result, and it's just a ball like when you lose it in the late. What was it, 87th, 88th minute? No, we always night of the board had gone up. Oh, they gone up at it. Oh yeah, no, I did. Gone up for the 96th minute. Yeah. So, I'm gonna grab this, mate. Podcast time, mate. Okay, mate. Yeah, how are you? Fine, thank you. Happy or not? Good performance, wasn't it? It's a good performance, but it's the points drop means it's Thursday night football next season. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Yeah, no. yeah, I would disagree I with think, that. Yeah. yeah, played well though, didn't we? Yeah, but we're, we're not going to pick up them points. Since both of us are winning, and we're not. So, so are you going home in a mood or not? Yeah, no, I mean we we played good football, and it's it's what we come to watch United for, isn't it? Yeah, I agree it, with that. It, Support was great again, wasn't it? Yeah, I thought it was yeah, as well. Yeah, so. very loud. Even yeah. even after even after we'd um, even after the goal had gone in. Yeah, and it has been better. The sport has been better last three or four games. Well, we're, really, you really know, sports better when we're up against the wall and yeah. uh, we actually don't really care. You know. <laughs> yeah. Are you doing Shrewsbury? Uh, I'll be going to Shrewsbury. I reckon I might be one of them doing the uh, the fucking eye jump over that wall. On Monday night. Yeah. It's yeah. yeah. not going to be easy getting tickets nah. for that one. Nah, we'll so find fuck, out mate, safe trip home, pal. Yeah, enjoy it. Yeah. God, here we go. Just uh, walking up by the. Uh, it's great coming out of Chelsea because you got you have to go in the opposite direction towards your coaches to where the home fans are all piling out and they're notorious gobchies Chelsea fans. They really are. They're uh, they're not a patch on what uh, what they used to be in the sort of eighties and nineties. Is this Scoey? Hi, mate. Hi, son. Thoughts? Um, 
feels like defeat, doesn't it? Good performance, though, I thought. Yeah, I thought United did well, to be fair. I thought, I thought United have improved in the last two weeks. Similar to last season, they sort of kicked on a little bit. They had a sort of an Indian summer, didn't they? February, March. But at the end of the day, they've got to put the chances away, haven't they? I'm not quite sure. To be honest with you, he gets a lot of stick for Laney. But I'd have kept Laney on. I just thought... Played well, didn't he? Yeah, he's effective. He affects both penalty boxes. But... Uh, he's the only muscle in that team, isn't he? Yeah. And you need it, you know. Although the goal didn't come from a set piece, Chelsea had a lot of dead ball situations where they put the ball in there, and he's good at that, Fellaini. And he upsets, he's horrible to play against. You'll, you'll notice better now. The longer you want up, the more you think we need a fucking second here, or it's going to go badly wrong, don't you? But that, that's something that's been named at United. Look, the best way to defend is attack. Yeah. You know, United have got Rooney, they've got Martial. Martial's brilliant, mate. I just think he impressed me every single Bad week. pass, Scooey. You can't pass. He didn't play. It's a forward, think... mate. You don't got to pass. You just got to shoot. <laughs> just get get in front of goal and shoot. You ain't got to pass. Right, we've got enough people that pass the ball. Want someone who shoots? I'm and he it. does. Right, yeah. he's 20 yeah. years old. Right, he's got awareness yeah. that is beyond his years. He's got body strength, upper body strength that is brilliant. I've got five years ago, it'd have been awesome under Ferguson. Martial. I've got a choice of listening to either you as an ex-pro who's played God knows how many hundreds of games, or him who's currently banned from even coaching at his school because he argues with other parents. So there's only one person going to listen to it. Yeah, I'll get a, I'll get a coin out and you can toss it up. <laughs> no, there's only one winner. Thoughts, mate? It's a difficult time for Ridge, wasn't it? We played well, but we got dominated in the, the 88th game. or 90th minute. Yeah, dominated the game, didn't get what we deserved. I thought, oh, but you've got to be encouraged by that performance. Oh yeah, it was definitely better, but we, you know, we need to go on a run, and we we can't even get back-to-back games at the minute, so we're still struggling to win. But he's definitely better. We're going in the right direction, yeah. but too little, too late, I think. Okay, so but in terms of barrels of laughs on the way home, I won't be going anywhere near you. You can fuck <laughs> that next up. to me, Steve. We'll have a ball. Give it half an hour. We'll be having. I thought we were brilliant today. I I we didn't it. get what we deserved. Day. Fucking hell, Chelsea fans should be the ones that know. I didn't for a, for a team. I suppose they've got nothing to play for now. We we were comfortably the better team there. I've, Memphis late on, that was disappointing. That cross he had to put in and like it, they scored a minute later. Right. I thought we were kicking the bollocks. To be fair, I thought we battered him. To be honest, yeah. so it was a really good performance for for us down here. Defined battering him. I think we had a lot of the ball. I think well. Saying that you stumped me, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. That was nah, fast, Nick. I think uh, <laughs> fucking. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fucking. Yeah. Nah, no, fucking. Yeah, made a few good saves, but I think yeah. overall. While well, we were battering we them, obviously. Yeah, I thought we were the better side. Do you know what? Like you said, giving that goal away, like. I don't disagree that we, we played very well. I thought yeah. we did play very well. I thought really it was a bit right. of fucking kicking the At teeth that we drew, to be fair, to be honest. But let's have a good time on the way home. We're going to have to, aren't we? Yeah, we are. Seen the state of their support, though. Nil. Rob, mate, happy robbed. or not? No. Deserve to win? Fucking Labyrinth. You know what I think? Absolutely fucking Labyrinth. Oh, wait, Smithy, alright. I'm very Great well. Win. Other than the fucking obvious. Yeah. Fucking Labyrinth. <laughs> I had fucking 1 0. Well. Listen, I've got, to try and bring, I've got to try and bring some positivity to this. Uh, I had fucking 1 0. I think that's, that's right, the best away performance yeah, we put in in eight. Awesome, that, Steve. I thought we played really well today. Them Chelsea wankers were fucking. Absolutely fucking over well, the moon to get a point. That's a win. That's a win. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely over the moon to get a point. That's a win for them, isn't it? They were there for the taking. We should have done them, really. Absolutely realistically. Shit all they, over. They them. got away with murder. I think today. 20,000 Liverpool fans walked out yesterday in protest at ticket prices. Fucking more than that walked out today at the fact that we were getting beat 1-0. That's why I'm shit there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chelsea clutching the fucking straws. Fucking loving them. Yeah. It's a win for them, that. It's a win for them. Well, Pasted. Hey, fuck it. It's done now, innit? Uh, let's, let me go and see. I, I was going to go and have a wander around and see if we could find a Chelsea fan, but I genuinely cannot be bothered. 
Uh, so uh, that one can go out the window. Okay. Thoughts on the uh, thoughts on the game? <laughs> do you think we've been done, or do you think it, a fuck knows? Because they're in a fucking pub all night. Do you, uh, not, do you not get in? I sold the fucking ticket. It, it, it's a day right. trip, in it. Face value, I hope. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> For, for was it Mo- any, any Mongols fucking son. You know Mongols? Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's 18th. He, did he get in there for that, did he? Oh, that oh, was good. Yeah. Yeah. Did, yeah. Um, did it look any better in the pub? I thought we played all right. To be honest, it was fucking Wales, uh, Ireland, not rugby. I don't fucking did say anything game. I have yeah. no idea. So you can't really quote me. Well, well, I can because you're going to be on it. I'll tell you what, you're going to take, take the price of the most pointless podcast guest that we've ever had on. Safe trip home, mate. See you later, boys. Anyway, as it's tipping down, I've actually got back on the coach, so I'm going to grab a few opinions of the lads. Uh, United We Stand podcast, mate. Thoughts on the game? Rob. <laughs> I went to you because he's got a gob full of food. Exactly. Right. Happy with the result? Mm. You would have took it at the start, wouldn't you? But I think so. It's fucking heartbreaking. You what, mate? Took us five years to get a point here, hasn't it? Yeah, is that right? Yeah. What, since we last got something here? Yeah, since Ronaldo days. I thought Van Persie, we got a win here, didn't we? Was that in the league? Two, we won three. Was that four? Four in five, then, or something like that. He was nearly there. Played well, though, I thought. He was nearly there, Are you happy with the performance, if not the result? We watched some shit away from over this year. No, we have no... Yeah, if you look at it, to look at it, the performance was all right. Dan, say something fucking remotely useful for once. I've lost my bag and all my beers gone. No, I don't care about it. Has mine arrived? Uh, yeah, yours is uh, right. so right. right. so you you my back. You have my greatest sympathy. Thoughts on the game, mate. It's some butties on, eh? Food on this bus. Played well, didn't we? Ask him. <laughs> go on, talk now, go. Fuming, fuming. Do you know what I've learned? They used to do this on Test Match Special. Whenever anyone had a mouthful of cake, the first thing they do is turn the mic on them. So, uh, right, who's not fucking eating on this coach? Then I can run and see if we can get a word out of somebody. Tomo. All right, mate. Uh, and what can we say? Memphis again. <laughs> Memphis just sort of squared it. But you know what? Memphis wasn't defending. Blint let Costa go. Shouldn't have scored. He walked through us. He let, we just sat back. As soon as we scored, that was it. We sat back. But do you know what? First half, that's probably one of our best performances of the season. Played some great stuff. Kept the ball. And, I mean, those guys were the champions last year. Two points drops, Steve. Two points drops. Um, yeah, we did a yeah, fantastic performance, but they were there for the taking, and we didn't take them. Do you know what I mean? It was simple as that, and we should have took, we should have taken them, and we didn't do. And you can blame Memphis, but it's a whole team, isn't it? So you know, Woody, it's a similar feeling to Newcastle. Played well. Yeah. Cheers, Woody. Nice one, Tom. Played well. Uh, our own worst enemies at times. Come, Memphis comes on, square that ball to Sidelin. He's only, I don't know. And then the defence are just as bad because they won't keep it. They won't watching the ball, won't they? So. You got to look at it a couple of ways, lads. Um, would you took the result to start? Probably. Would you have took the performance? Probably. The thing is, is when you want up. You've got to go two up. If you don't go two up, you're asking for trouble. It seems to play worse when we go one up. Do you know what I mean? It, it, almost like you sit back, you, you're waiting for something to happen, kind of thing. Instead of just taking the game by the yeah. scruff of his neck and moving Some on. Some of those saves, though, um, absolutely Dave, unbelievable. Kicks to Chelsea, and you're asking for trouble. And it was always on the corner of the box. It was, it was always coming. You could see it when you got six minutes, you just knew that they'd have one chance. And Diego Costa put some away, didn't he? I'll be honest, 
when they went what one all with four minutes to go, I thought we, we, I was quite happy to get away with that. Well, look, how many? What well, I made it? What four decent saves the game made? Yeah, and how many did their keeper make? One, I think. Yeah. That we had all that possession in the first half, and who had the best chances? Chelsea. The more clean-cut chances were Chelsea's. So it's similar to Newcastle for me. We should have won that game again, and now we now we slip further away from the pack, and Europe's just getting further and further away. I would disagree with that. Um, right, everyone seems to be in a, in a bit of a diner actually. Uh, I thought United played really well. Uh, I thought the result wasn't great, but we'd have all took it at the start. Um, I think deep down, that's mine that. I, uh, I thought that um, absolute chaos here is the uh, beer on a non-drinking coach is being handed back up. As I was saying, probably not the greatest result, all considered, but with a touch at the start of the game, I thought United were superb as a, as a general performance and uh, we're going to head off back now. Uh, it keeps a decent little run going of uh, decent games, decent performance and good it does seem as if, it was a good atmosphere as well, it does seem as if uh, United do seem to be getting their act together a little bit. It's probably a bit too late in the day for uh, the person in charge, um, but uh, we'll worry about that another day. Uh, cheers uh, for all your contributions, gents. Uh, the next podcast will be, what's the next game? Sunderland next week. Sunderland next, oh dear, another away yeah no. you know when are we next at home do you know what it'll be a good trip home though won't it no matter what yeah That's well and for once uh, you're all in work tomorrow and I ain't so, <laughs> you're not no cheers 7 o'clock we'll be back on the podcast for Sunderland next week <laughs>